Xavier over the head. Wait, his dim neighbor over the head. Wait, let me get that heat track with my favorite song, Sister Sledge. That's right. You're listening to Living on the Ledge live on the Giggles Live Radio Network. And for some reason, the phone was a little lower than usual. Not sure what's going on there. You doing okay over there, DMV Mike? Yeah, I'm doing good here. Oh, your phone is a little bit... Are you on a speaker? Yeah, let me go ahead and take myself off. Yeah, that might be why we can't hear you very good. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work when we start adding more distance. More distance? Okay. Hold yeah. on. Did you set up your Wi-Fi on your own again? Yeah, I, I did my own um, on my Wi-Fi. Um, I jiggled a couple of connectors. Oh, that's way better. I can hear you now. Yeah, remember when I had my Wi-Fi where I had the rabbit ears? That was classic. Yeah, you were one of the few people to ever do that, and it worked. Yeah, I mean, it, it, someone had to make use of those old rabbit ears for something. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, we're uh, we're on the phone, but you're still going to go upside the tower because that you've heard there's been uh, rumors of weather, so forth. Am I right on that? Is that am I am I correct in this? Okay, the m- main problem that we're having right now is remember I told you that sometimes we get broken glass, we got to replace it. Uh-huh. Well, look who's the idiot who didn't replace the windows, and now people are like, "Hey, it's raining," and they're sticking their hands out there. And oh their yeah. Heads. Yeah, I did catch raindrops. I think we're what was there seventeen window panels that you need to replace that you're just kind of getting around to. Yeah, and I, I figured it'd be cooler right now, and um, and I just went ahead and put grounding rods on the um, scaffolding, so we're not going to get electrocuted while we do this. Oh, that's good. And how many uh, how many cars are down there that are at risk of being hit by a by a sheet of glass? Uh, I think there's three. There's not very many people here tonight. I mean, it's pretty late. We kind of scheduled it for a late um, install on these. It's a Friday night. All right. Well, good luck with that, man. I can't wait to see how this goes. Um, I'm always a fan of, of uh, you know, all things mechanical and things. Man, that's a. It sounds like your your not your scaffolding is not quite as big as it was in the past. But you know what? It kind of sounds like it's rusty. I think it kind of got rusty with some of these raindrops. Oh, yeah? Well, it's, uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like a ratchet is what it sounds like. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm right now putting my safety harness back on. Oh, yeah. You probably should have had that on when you first went up. But, yeah, you know, too late to fix that now, right? Yeah, we we can... we could just, it's Velcro, I mean, just Velcro is the product we tend to use for safety harnesses up here. It's not quite as breezy as it's been in the past here on the uh, top of the tower. No, and we might be able to see some lightning strikes, I mean, while we're up here too. I mean, yeah. we, we've got a good perspective on things tonight. If your ability to hear just got better on this, then that's because of something I did because I was messing around with the board. <laughs> oh, okay. I was I realized that part of the problem with the audio was the fact that my earphones earphones were turned down really low, so that would uh, that almost always cause a problem for you. Sometimes, if you have the volume switch upside down, you think you're turning it up, but you're actually <laughs> turning it down. I mean, I've seen people do that. Yeah. I can hear the uh, I can hear lots of action going on out there by the towers. I hear lots of uh, sirens and whatnot. Yeah, we've got um, 
a lot of activity out here tonight. I mean, Vineyard is, um, there's a lot of traffic on Vineyard. I think when it gets a little bit of rain falling like it does right now, mm-hmm. um, people just don't turn on the wipers and they don't know how to drive. I think, didn't you tell me too, before I moved, when I first moved down here, didn't you say that Vineyard is where a lot of people go to escape the, the t- terrible weather? Yeah. Like somehow it's a uh, little less bad on Vineyard? And I know that if you're driving an electric car right now, you want to turn your windshield wipers off because it consumes too much power. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a helpful tip. And you don't want to get electrocuted. Can't be using yeah. electric windshield wipers out in the in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like the storm will be coming in before too long. How's it? How's it looking from where you're at? What do you see? Right now, um, I'm. On a on a ratio, I'm going to say we're probably about like 30 percent raindrops right now. Oh, nice! Getting in there, getting some precipitation, as the as they say. I think it's the Mr. Galano says that. Yeah, chance Mr. Galano. Perci- yeah, Ch- chance of precipitation is high, and um, is that an elk on the freeway? <laughs> oh no, it's a porpoise. I remember a deer on Spinnaker. I remember all yeah, kinds of stuff. Yeah, deer on Spinnaker. Yeah. yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> hey, so, so we had a great show for our uh out there at the hangar bar and grill and we've got another one coming up september t- uh, 30th it's coming yeah, up it's only three that one. it's only three weeks away it feels so long away but it's only three weeks away and we have our big seventh anniversary show with a bunch of our it's all of our favorites it really is it's the giggles family that's what it is you know we've got sarah newell ian salmon we have cat alvarado uh, we have Jen Sturger. We have, um, who else am I forgetting? Chuck, Tes- Chuck Testa. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, we have Chuck Testa and yourself hosting, of course. I'm going to go up and do a set. And I know there's somebody else. Oh, Jeff Jeff Frame is going to be there as well. Yeah, Jeff Frame. Our good yeah. buddy Jeff Frame, yeah. So it's going to be a blast. And uh, anybody. Hey, Jeff, J- Jeff Frame's your bathtub buddy. He is my bathtub buddy, and uh, <laughs> from long ago. Something that'll probably have to be discussed the night of the show. We'll have to we'll have to tell the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There'll be a lot of new people that haven't, uh, not nude people, but new people that haven't heard that song. Well, you never or heard know. That it could be nude. There's a lot, lot, a lot of things going. A lot of things are changing. You know, the world's changing yeah, so yeah, fast. You, you, you know what? I started out there. Um, I know everybody likes my fly-in uh, valet aircraft parking. Oh yeah. But I had some people complain that there wasn't um, handicap aircraft parking. So the planes that do have slight damage on them, like like yeah. a wing that's kind of dislocated or uh, missing parts on them, that's our new handicap aircraft parking. I always feel bad for those planes. I always kind of feel feel like I wish they were they did have better better parking. You know, and, and, and they, get a bum, they get a bum deal. I mean, maybe they they have a prop that it's missing a blade or something off of them, or. I mean, yeah, that one. Remember that one that you had to park so far away, and it just dribbled like there was constantly fuel just dribbling out of the front of it as it was yeah, flying yeah. in and out. Yeah, yeah, we had to do that because I mean, people were complaining about the smell, and that was over by the no smoking section. So, so we left out one name out of our giggles seven year uh, oh, celebration uh, in Santa Paula, and, and one and one of my favorite ladies, which is Sierra, right? Yeah, that is right. Sierra Mendoza is going to be there, and she is absolutely one of our favorites. We hand picked her from. That particular restaurant, the Hangar Bar and Grill, and uh, she is absolutely Giggles family, um, you know, and she's she's one of us. So uh, we're looking forward to having she, her. Back. She's a Giggles comedy protege. We saw her there, and we said this this person is funnier than we are. So we're going to have to get her on board. 
And the funny thing is, is Ian was the headliner the night that she took the stage because Ian's the one that talked her into doing a set. And he's like, hey, yeah. I'll give you some of my time. Get up and do a set. So it's going to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to this. And these are all friends, and I can't wait to get everybody together. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast to have everybody back out there at the, the hangar bar and grill. I mean, I love that location. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. So enough about that. I want to know about this storm coming in because here in the 805, we've been dealing with uh, 100 degree heat almost uh, feels like a week. Um, I guess we can go ahead and tell my situation and why I'm recording over the phone the way I am is because I have the I am asymptomatic uh, COVID positive currently and uh, going on like my fourth day. So tomorrow I'm hoping to test. Hopefully I'll be. Uh, negative and then hopefully start being able to move towards leaving the house again at some point that would be nice whether i have to wear a mask or a, I, what do you wear now a doily is that what is, they wear doilies when they go out of the house now? i i think you could wear like a um a g-string now which kind of just splits your face in half <laughs> it's kind of like a face i call it the face thong yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna once we get past uh, once I get past this thing, then I can get back out and doing stuff again, and that's when I will get back onto the trails and start working on these um, sponsors for my big golf tournament for Project Understanding. We are not recording from the Project Understanding studios right now because we do not want to get anybody sick. But um, Mike's not gonna get sick because he's up on side of. What's the worst that can happen if you're up on the side of a, a, a building in a rainstorm? Like you can't really get sick. Well, Who's gonna get you sick no. up there? No, I mean, I, I think it's very um, tough for COVID right now to stick to a surface because of the raindrops washing it off as yeah. we speak. Yeah. So it's already starting to drizzle a little bit up there, is it? Wow, it's kind of great. Yeah, yeah, it's actually, yeah, we, we, do, um, we do have actually some rain coming down on us up here. And um, it's so nice. We get to work with those, um, those lights that go around your head with the Velcro. I mean, so you can hand-free... You, you can see what you're doing here, and there's no risk of shock or anything like that as you uh, as you're doing that, or you don't know. No, no, I went ahead. I've, I've got the grounding strap on my leg here, so I'm grounded to the um, the the lift actually itself. Oh, that's good. Well, that's nice. That's very smart. I always try to tie my leg to something almost anywhere I go, like grocery store. If I'm standing in line, I feel like the person in front of me's got a lot of stuff. I like to be grounded, so I'll, I'll tie my leg to something like the like the candy bar rack. You know what? Speaking of the grocery stores, what's up with these shopping carts that the perimeter of a shopping cart has been decreased now? The grocery prices went up, and then you can't take a shopping cart further. It's less. It went to, like, it used to be those things would lock the wheels up at, like, maybe 20 feet, and now it's, like, 16 feet, maybe 14 feet. Yeah, now they lock them up before you get to the handicapped parking spots. Like, yeah. You can't uh, take it out that's there? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That is a and weird one. Like, that's the worst when you have a cart full of stuff and then you realize that you parked outside of that little stupid safety zone. It happens all the time at the Vons in Santa Paula. All the time. And what, the one that's bad is when you happen to take that one that's like the simulated NASCAR and you put your kids in there and then that thing locks up the front wheels and then it does like a, a flip over, you know, and it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, hydroplanes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> it locked the front brakes up on me. <laughs> I just did a Ned Jarrett. 
Yeah, that's the worst. I hate that. I hate that when I have a cart full of stuff and it just stops. And you're like, oh, now I got to drag my stuff across the across the parking lot. And you're doing it trying to get steps. You're trying to be a smart person. It just doesn't work. And, and you know what was weird is the other day when I was actually shopping and I had that happen to me, I know someone else had it happen and they had left like two gallons of milk inside their cart and kind of like they, they went back to their car and they were going to come back, but they must have forgot where the cart was. And I just thought to myself, hey, with this weather, you don't want to be leaving a couple of gallons of milk out in the heat, you know? Yeah, that's true. That would be pretty gnarly. <laughs> did you try to, like making your own did you, did you try bootleg to drink, yogurt? Did you try to drink it real fast before it went bad? Yeah. It's like, that's bootleg yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> that's like drive through parking lot yogurt. It is non-tasty yogurt is exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm, but yeah, I'm, I'm so looking forward to giggles, though. I mean, it was so nice that um, that last show coming back was, I mean, was so neat to have that back out there. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed doing it, too. And I think that, that it's going to be so much fun to get back on the 30th and, and have our friends and family and all those people out there. It's going to be good. And I, I like the fact that they have like their own giggles menu now. You can get certain things off that menu. Yeah, they do. They do have a, a special bar menu for the Giggles patrons, and it's wonderful because the kitchen's able to stay up a little, open a little later, and there's lots of offerings for our, you know, for our patrons, and it's pretty awesome. They're, they're they're very accommodating over at the Hangar Bar. They've been very good to us. Yeah, they they have. I really enjoy that place. And they make one of the best breakfast burritos. Remember, we had breakfast burritos there one time. I mean, yeah, those were epic. They, they do make. They were epic breakfast burritos. It's like the size of your arm. Like, hey, they got yeah. a burrito the size of my forearm. There's no way I can finish it. But unfortunately, <laughs> it's so good. You just do. Uh, and and then when you ask for, like, um, a to-go thing, it's actually two containers you, you got to put in it to get it to go. You know, I mean, it's kind of almost like a coffin that you put together. <laughs> hey, who makes the big... assembly. Who makes the biggest hamburger in the 805? Do you know? You know what? I don't know. We we've got to we've got to go out and research that. And see if we can find out who has the biggest burger in the eight hundred five. I heard at one point that Fuddruckers was it, but I don't even know if Fuddruckers is even around anymore here. Um, I've had Fuddruckers in Sacramento. I've definitely had bigger hamburgers than Fuddruckers, but um, but I when I first moved down here, somebody said, "Oh yeah, go to Fuddruckers." Okay. And then they and they do they have great big old great burgers, but not not as big as the one I'm talking about. I had one in Lewiston, Idaho called an Effie Burger. The place is called Effie's. Effie's Big, uh-huh. big Burgers. And the burger looks like a deflated basketball. It's so big. <laughs> it's huge. And the first time, I went there twice. The first time I went, I did what my comedy mentor did. I cut it in half. I ate half there, put half in my fridge at the hotel room and ate it, you know, the next day. But... uh the second time I went, I actually ate the whole thing all in one setting. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's something to be proud of or not. <laughs> yeah, that, that's insane. I mean, I mean that they make a burger like that. You know, I mean, it is, and and the fact that they're still in business. I looked it up; they're still going now after all these years. So we've got to make a trip up there, make some phone calls, get some comedy going, and uh, maybe do something with them. Yeah, that, that might be the thing is to have a big burger challenge where we go up north and do it, you know, yeah. or, or have one down south versus one up north, and we'll, we'll go on the road for both. What if we do, like, the best burger in the state? So we go and we we we, we, we visit, like, six different places in every state. 
dude, that's 300 burgers. That's good. That's a good yeah. year's work. And then we, yeah, we, that, we that crown was, a king yeah. of each state. And then at the end of the season, then we crown a king of all of them, which means we have to go to yep. them all again. So we're yeah, looking at... return visit. We're looking... In, in, in reverse, in reverse order. We're looking at consuming around 950 hamburgers a year. Do you think you can handle that? I mean, it's basically the I, same I thing as hanging out with Mike the Fixer, but... Yeah. <laughs> you do 950 hamburgers, big old giant hamburgers. <laughs> and I, I, I'm hoping to see him on our seventh anniversary show if, if he can come up here for that. That'd be so awesome. We do need to make some phone calls and make sure that happens. Uh, remind me to make some phone calls and see if I can make that happen. I would. I do want to do everything I can to get him up here. That would be very yeah, special. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Yeah. And, and I think we still have his uh, limited edition trading card, which is classic. I mean, it's a gold it's a gold card, actually. Yeah, his has the gold trim, just like the old 1911 baseball cards from the old days. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then what we do with his is we, we take his and run it around an ashtray a couple of times, so it smells like it came in a cigarette pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like those old cards used to come in cigarettes. You know what's crazy about those cards? So first of all, the cards were put into the cigarette packs because the cigarette packs were soft. So they were put originally put in to stiffen up the pack. And then it was just kind of like, oh, we got this piece of cardboard. Let's put something on it. And they, like, um, you know, they'll be like the, the Honus Wagner or the those cards from that era. They would be in different, like, different cigarettes would have the exact same card. It would just have a different cigarette name on the back. So it's kind of interesting that you can find, like, a Ty Cobb rookie under Corporal Cigarettes and a Ty Cobb rookie under whatever other cigarettes. I don't know why I'm not thinking of them right now. But, oh, so you could get you could get the same card in different packs. Yeah, in different. They just yeah. For, okay. Yeah, they you made them for different manufacturers. In different kinds of cigarettes. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, yeah, and that's back in 1911, and they're mostly, I think it was I think it was the 1911, but then they're mostly um, mostly all cigarette uh, cards at that time. It's, it's kind of it's oh. kind of crazy. Oh, that's a crazy car. Yeah. It almost looked like it was like an ice cream truck with hydraulics on it. It just went by. Here. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Do they have the lights on underneath and everything? Yeah, it was like a, a Mr. Softy, I mean, playing um, hardcore gangster music and <laughs> had hydros on it. <laughs> That's and amazing. It, they, spelled, they, they spelled Mr. Softy with like two E's, so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that. That's a, I love the, those plays where it's like, oh, I'm just going to go from Y to two E's. That being yeah. that being said, I did make our we did make our daughter Madison's name with a Y instead of an I just because of the, it. We didn't want it to match with a busy street name in Sacramento. Oh, so she? Oh, I didn't know that's why you changed. Had, had changed it. Okay. Yeah, the, the Madison Avenue is like a popular uh, a popular road or street in Sacramento, which is um, well, there's some prostitution that goes on on there. Don't necessarily want my daughter <laughs> named after it. Okay. Yeah. That might be. Yeah. yeah. You, so named your, like, you named your daughter yeah. after the stroll with the ladies of the night? <laughs> it's kind of like up here at Wainimi Road used to be notorious for that. So that's kind of like naming your kid Wainimi Road. It's <laughs> hey, Wainimi Road. I remember I had they, uh, Rich and Tom had to explain to me how to pronounce Wainimi when I, when I started at the radio station. Because I had to do a birthday, oh. and I was like, "Jim's turning thirty-two in Port Hill." I couldn't even say it. I didn't even try. 
And uh, that's one of those words that when you see it spelled out, you're like, where the heck did they get Wynemia out of that? Where's yeah. the Y in it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Rich goes, why me me? And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, I can remember it that way. And once he said it like that, yeah. I can remember it. And, and usually when he um, alliterates something like that, he, he would knee you in the groin at the same time. <laughs> so you made sure you, 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 you retained it, you know, why knee me? And he got you right in the nutsack. You'd remember, you know what I mean? He has all these little tricks to get people to remember stuff. My 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 favorite trick of of Mr. Newsman Rich Galano was when he made me laugh uncontrollably when we went on the air. Uh, he did it right before he didn't do it on purpose, but right before we went on the air, he was telling me about how the um, the the employees at Vons they they like to um, haze the new employees. And they make they make the new employees go up and shake the salad dressing every hour. <laughs> so I have to go up and down the and just that image had me laughing through my sports break. <laughs> oh god! Uh, I wonder if other businesses do that with the hazing thing when oh, you're new yeah. and you're a rookie. I mean, did you ever go through that in in HVAC or at the schools or anything like that? It's probably different well, at the schools. What, it's probably really frowned in, upon in, at the schools. In HVAC. In HVAC, I went through it, and um, when I first started, I mean, I was really green. I was a rookie, and um, they sent me to go do a job, and I was required to hold a copper pipe while someone was brazing it with a torch, you know? Uh And the guy I was working with, I'd only worked with him for about a day, and he said, you know what? I want you to take these channel locks and hold this pipe while I weld it together here, and he said, Whatever you do, don't let go of it, because if you do, I'll kick your ass. And I'm like, this is the first day of work, and I don't really know this guy. Right. Maybe he has violent episodes. So <laughs> I, held, I held on to those channel locks, and then he kept going, what smells like burnt ham? Something smells like burnt ham, you know, on a barbecue or something. Oh, and no. what it was, it was my hand. My hand had this big heat blister going, oh, and it was no. cooking my hand. And he's like, why didn't you let go? And I'm like. I truly thought you were going to kick my ass, you know. I mean, it was one of those things that, I mean, <laughs> you don't know who you're working with. I thought this guy was violent, you know. I mean, he had episodes of that was, um, yeah, that was anger. L- that was less of the good-natured variety of hazing. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I when I was in the Air Force, they sent me to get uh, a three-feet of flight line, which, if you know that flight line is actually the, the tarmac, it's actually what the airplane oh, yeah. lands on, so you can't, like, <laughs> go get a few feet of it. Like you can go look at a few feet of it, but you can't go get it. Um, I, I believe it or not, fell for the left-handed crescent wrench at one point. Oh. Yeah. We when I worked at the machine shop for automotive where they rebuilt engines, we used to do the one with the new guys and tell them to go get a can of compression. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they would go that. to the auto parts store to get a to get a can of compression. Up. Like, yep. oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you just you just put that in, that thing will fire right up. <laughs> This is so funny. And, then, and, and, and blinker fluid. Everyone falls for that blinker fluid one every now and then when you're going to the auto parts store looking for blinker fluid. I remember going to the tool shed, asking them the where you go check out your tools, and asking them for the left-handed crescent wrench. And he just he goes, "Man, I think somebody's messing with you." I was like, "Ah, oh, come on." Yeah, that used to be um, when I first started out in HVAC. I was. Um, going to school at the college the college had a program oxnard college did and that was the thing is one of the duties that you had to be um was the tool crib guy and and it was a blast because i learned that um in order to do your labs in um the hvac um 
class, if you were the tool crib guy, you got access to the best tools because you doled out all the stuff that was the stuff that didn't work to other people. And then you got yourself the good vacuum pump, the good set of gauges, the good electronic um, digital meter that hadn't been fried already with someone hooking it up wrong, you know, the wrong power. <laughs> right, right, right. So that was kind of neat. That was kind of neat when you were the tool crib guy. You got all the good stuff, and then you do all the stuff that was the crappy stuff that you could give to other people, and <laughs> they'd bring it back and they'd say, "Hey, this isn't working." It's like, "Oh, did you break it?" I mean, because it was working when I gave it to you. Yeah, I'm the I'm the tool crib guy. I'm telling you, I know yeah. that it was functional when it left. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my duties. I check all this stuff out. I never got to be the chip boy. I always wanted to do that. I always wanted to work in the. If you, if anybody's out there and they have a job at a tool crib, I would totally do that. But uh, uh, you know, because I'm sure that you guys did the same thing where you would exchange your chit, they give you your tool, and then when yeah, you bring your yeah, tool was, back, they give you your chit back. Yeah, with us, we had it on. I keep thinking it was like a five by seven card, and what we did was we we punched it. You know, it was like a. It was like a, a hole punch that was shaped like a star, and then when you check something out, you just not um, you had a on a five by seven card which told you what you were checking out, like a well that sounds a service just... valve wrench, and then we just clamp it and you checked out, you know. That's just silly. You need chits. Yeah. <laughs> you need chits. <laughs> no, the way you know the way they did chits in the in the Air Force was you had chit. You, you when you got there, you got something like twenty chits. And uh, for anybody that doesn't know what a chit is, it's just a little circular piece of metal with a hole in it with a number stamped on it. And the number stamped on it was the last four. It was your the so your last middle initial. So mine was M, and then the last four of your social security number. So it'd be like M, and then my social security number. And um, and so whenever you took out a tool, you just left that little piece of metal there, so they knew who had it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was it was kind of like a token. It was a tool token. Yeah, tool token. Right. I like that. It's kind of like uh, it made me feel like I was at Chuck E. Cheese for about 15 seconds a day. <laughs> it was very nice. I used to like that thing at Chuck E. Cheese where you get that hammer and you just beat the crap out of the weasel. I like that thing. I mean, yeah, whack a mole is always great. It was funny because the best thing was if you went there for a birthday party and um, you, the younger kids, and I always used to see the fight start with that because somebody would be hitting that thing and doing that thing. And they look over and they see another kid next to him, and the kid had like a handful of tickets. He'd give him a whack on the head, get his tickets from him, and <laughs> yeah. roll on out of there. You know, I mean, it's like gangster. Yeah, didn't they close down the one in Ventura for a couple of years because of that? Because of the whack a mole getting out of hand? Yeah, the whack a mole was becoming full contact, and they said, you know what, we can't have full contact whack a mole here. So I, I heard. We're not, we're not zoned for it. Yeah, I heard that like half of the musicians weren't willing to come out and perform because they felt like it wasn't a safe work environment. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that dog with the banjo, I mean, he just stayed in the back there. They, they couldn't even get him to come out. It's so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when Chuck E. Cheese had that robotic band. That was kind of scary shit. That was so great. I loved it. I always loved it. Even when I was little, I loved it. it so and good. I keep thinking that, didn't Chuck E. Cheese actually serve beer for parents? You could get beer or, or wine. They actually had that? Or am I imagining things? Absolutely. At one point they did. It's been a while, but they did used to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. They should do yeah. it again. Their pizza is absolutely terrible. Like it, Like anybody that says they like Chuck E. Cheese pizza is crazy. It is not good pizza. And then one of my favorite things, too, is do you remember they had the uh, thing that would just keep spitting out the tickets as you were doing something and you'd get more and more, but people didn't realize that if you had a good tug on it as it was starting to feed out tickets, you could actually spin them past and get, like, I mean, 
I mean, you could just yank more tickets out. You know, you had to have a good tug on it. You yeah. Know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you go up there and yeah, I'll take that mustache comb and a plastic spider and oh yeah that's 1,782 tickets <laughs> yeah it's exactly it's a good thing I gave it a yank so I can get this fake mustache <laughs> yeah <laughs> I remember one time we walked out of Chuck E. Cheese after giving the kids uh, it was like a birthday party and we we gave what, part of the party was you ended up with like $40 worth of tokens each kid did every one of those kids left with arms full looking like they just left uh, Christmas <laughs> Christmas morning like yeah. so much stuff, and it was big stuff. It wasn't like the crap. Like we we were kids. Oh, guess what? I got, guess what? I went to Chuck E. Cheese and I got a bouncy frog. I got a little pink frog that doesn't even bounce when you push on his tail. <laughs> and, and one of the things I remember going for birthday parties, if you actually forgot to get like a friend of yours kid a, a gift or something, there'd be another party going on, and you could just sneak a present off another table and just. You, uh, I'd be oh yeah, yeah there you go. I, I, yeah, that's a oh, smart thank move. You. Good move. Yeah, it was a classic move. I mean, it, it comes up as I mean, oh, that's God, why you, you didn't have to go out. That's why you always keep that. a blank card in your in your car. You just never know. You never yeah. know if you're just gonna have to that, borrow that's somebody actually else's a thing. good idea. Is yeah, you could always just do that. Keep a blank card for any event, and then you can just. Um, it's kind of like um, Indian gift giver kind of. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, what's what's good after you do that to the kid is then when the when the mom seems like touched by the whole thing, just say, "Well, you should go look outside because there's a car out there with a card on it for you." <laughs> my, my favorite one uh, on, on the same similar subject is I worked for um, a wholesale house and we were selling parts and stuff, and I had a customer who had a boat and wanted to get rid of his boat, and it was a boat that the engine had seized in it and he had taken it apart and then he said you know what? i can't repair it and he just put the out drive and the boat all back together uh-huh. but he had a brand new boat cover so we put a cover on it and he towed it into my work and we did raffle tickets and we would have it out front and we'll say hey you could win this boat for just a dollar and i think we made him like we made him like maybe 260 bucks on it you know wow. and then we would just draw a name and then we'd call someone and that for him the city of oxnard would have charged him to get rid of it or a, a, a junk place would have charged him money. But if, in the raffle, we just would call people to come and get it and we would watch him hook it up and take it and everything. Uh-huh. And then the next day it would come back, you know, nobody <laughs> wanted it. <laughs> and it finally ended up that the, the, the city of Oxnard finally took it and, and, and they did take it out of there because it was just like, but it was, we, it was neat because I would just call people and say, Hey, you're the dude that won the boat this time. And the guy's like, Oh man, cool. I didn't think I was going to win. I've never won anything. And he come out and get it and hook it up and take it home. And then he says, Hey, did you know that thing doesn't run? I go, yeah. I mean, it, there was no stipulation. We didn't tell you that it was a functioning boat. You know. I mean, hey, did you know that that boat doesn't float? Well, we didn't yeah. say it did. Where did you see yeah. it written down that, that that boat actually floats? But it was so cool because with the cover being a brand new, like a car cover on it, it was probably a three hundred dollar cover that was on it. You know, I mean, so it wasn't like we were lying to you. You know, I mean, you got a boat cover. I mean, a boat cover is important. <laughs> yeah yeah so do you, you you want you want to hide that eyesore once you get it home so you're gonna want that cover you know right <laughs> yeah did i tell you about the fights that are coming up in um the the next bar star did i tell you about that 
No, you didn't. I mean, so and it, I actually, that's one of my favorite shows, the, the Walkout, too. I mean, so give us a plug on that. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for that. We, we have me and my buddy Mark the Menace. We do work hard on uh, on the Walkout. And I don't know if you're going to be watching the UFC um, event tomorrow night. There was a bunch of shakeups today. There was a big fight in the, in the weigh-ins yesterday. One of the guys came in super fat today. Like, there's so much happened, so they changed all the cards. Now, Tony Ferguson from Oxnard, like, the... The El Kukoi, the like the, the probably the most popular fighter UFC fighter to come out of Oxnard, um, is going to take on Nate Diaz from Stockton, the guy who made millions and millions of dollars fighting Conor McGregor, and this is a fight people have wanted to see for years and years. So that's going to happen uh, tomorrow night in the main event. The co-main event, uh, Mark Young, my co-host, his cousin's going to be fighting. And that is Kevin. Holland. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's going to be a good fight, and uh, he's going to fight a guy who did not come in um, at. Un- he did not come in at weight, so I'm not even going to say his name. I mean, he came in way. Okay. He came in way overweight, and he thought it was funny. So the fact that he thought it was funny, pretty unprofessional to me. And you know, it is what it is. Hopefully, he. I'm sure he's going to lose a lot of money because of it. But so it's going to be. It's going to be a good night of fights. So. Um, so there's that. And then uh, what I was going to tell you about was our big fights. As you know, me and Mark like to go to Sparstar and, and join those fights live. The next one that they're having is going to be in November. I think it's November 5th. And it's going to be at Lake Elsinore, Elsinore at the baseball oh, okay. stadium. It's going to be at the baseball stadium. Oh, nice. So we're going to have the cage inside the baseball stadium. I don't know for sure if we're going to broadcast live from there because we, we can. Like we've talked about it and we can. But I'm thinking about doing something where we take the kids and then let the kids kind of experience their first um, MMA event. Oh, yeah. And then, I, I like that idea. Yeah, and then broadcast with them afterwards or something. Not necessarily during because you don't want to take away from the, you know, you don't want to take away from the moment. You don't want to take away from all the stuff going on, you know. But um, but it would be kind of cool, right? Yeah, I think that would be a neat event. I mean, I like that. Yeah, Tommy's been asking me to go for a while now. Um, I found um, a couple of lake houses on, um, on you know, some of the, the websites that are out there where you can rent people's lake houses. And uh, they have some that are really inexpensive. And I thought, man, a good little fun weekend. Just take my son and go watch the fights. I think he'd like that. Yeah, that, that actually would be a – I can't believe it's starting to come down actually even worse here. Yeah. Well, it's as long as I, you... I just I just put up my umbrella. Yeah. Oh, good. Good for you, man. I'm glad you brought an umbrella because you're gonna be up there almost all night and uh, being on the side of a, a high rise in the rain. Luckily, we don't have any thunder or lightning, so at least there's that. There you go. Yeah. I just had to readjust. I'm I'm gonna actually try and see if I can get this thing where it's not right on top of it. Okay. Perfect. That's good. Yeah, because it gets a little bit of breeze under it. You don't want to get sucked off the side of the building with an umbrella, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the worst part about that is then I have to go out there and try to help get you down. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. and it, it, it's really tough on the weekend. The fire department charges double time. Yeah, yeah. Well, more than, <laughs> I mean, let's keep it honest. If you got stuck up there tonight, you'd probably be there till Monday, you know? Yeah. We, we, yeah. Do, oh, we have yeah. giggles and budget cuts. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're we're not we're not doing the emergency thing anymore. Yeah, giggles budget cuts unless unless we can talk the helicopter coming in because from what I understand in Ventura County, when a helicopter comes to an emergency, it's a free service. That's something that's already covered somehow. Oh, I didn't know that they did that. Yeah. I mean, so is it free? Like, if it's like lost hikers, if it was a lost hiker, I'm, is I'm that free or that? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Oh, okay, it might be. 
That might be my new hiking strategy. I only need to make it one way. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and did you get, did you get the, the the helicopter ride back? Yeah, I only need to make it to the top of the hill, and somebody can give me a ride back. <laughs> it's a dangerous time to hike, as odd as it is. There's no way I'd be hiking yeah. right now. No way. Yeah. You know what? It was so crazy today because um, I was dealing with about 96 degrees um, up on the edge, and um, it was it was rough. I mean, I, I had to really hydrate good today. Yeah, yeah, and I bet uh, I bet that it gets hard to hold on to the edge of the of the building there when it's hot like that. Yeah, I mean the the glass is like really hot to the touch. Well, and part- it, it's, it's reflective too. So you want to make sure you have underpants. Are the goat yoga girls still putting the torch on the <laughs> on the other side of the glass, trying to warm it up for you? Yeah. yeah, they've been a little they've been a little snotty since we lost that one goat. Supposedly that's the one from the website. They were yeah, fine until they, until the one from the website fell. They were fine. That that was nubs. Nubs, yeah. <laughs> nubs. He had just these horns that were just nubs. He didn't protrude out of his head yet. And he was, and he was old. He was like an older goat. So why would you like? It's not like yeah. you had that much time left with him, anyways, right? And he looked like he was quite malnourished. I mean, yeah. Well, especially after it, he fell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he really looked malnourished. <laughs> oh, we, we've got to get into doing um, weigh-ins before we do the because um, there is some kind of a, a tech inspection that we've got to do to make sure the. The weigh-in of the goat versus the parachute—I mean, they, they has to be matched. We have to do a match set. Yeah, we did get a we did get a, a strong letter from the Ventura Department of Animal Safety saying that our we needed to make sure that our parachutes were functional if we're going to drop goats from the building. They were very they were very strong in those words, saying that, yeah, it was that mandatory. Must be functional uh, parachutes, and, and I guess I guess I get where they're coming from. I don't see how it's any of their business, but, you know, I guess I see where they're coming from, right? Yeah, I mean, and I think we were ratted out by Terry. I mean, remember? Yeah, Terry I remember. In, in yeah. 13, I think it's the 13th floor or 14th floor, Terry rats everybody out. Yeah, well, the idiot, he did try to catch the one goat and ended up in the yeah. hospital for that. That's what you get, dude. Yeah, it was, just, it was not an interactive sport. Yeah, it's the, I mean... You're supposed to let the parachute catch the goat, not the Terry. That's I mean, yep. it's yeah. kind of the saying around Giggles headquarters, right? Yeah, I mean, the ones what we've been saying about him is Terry's got to learn to keep his hands to himself. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, he can't be just going out there thinking he can catch anything falling off the edge. Yeah, just because he's got a security guard outfit doesn't mean that he runs the place. You know? No, and I don't think that's actually a security guard outfit. I think that's something because I've never seen the security guard. With those gray spandex pants like that and high heel shoes. Oh, I wonder if he's. Do you think he's maybe in that eight hundred five village people thing? What do they call that? Is yeah. The, what do they yeah. call it? The Westlake Village people. I think Westlake Village call. people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think he does. He's the cop in the Westlake Village people. I think that's what he does. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because he's usually dancing then, when we first. That's usually why he's mad because he's usually dancing when we catch uh-huh. him in the mirror. And then the um, biker from the Westlake Village, but um, he's dressed up like a cyclist, not actually a, a 
a Harley biker. I mean, he's just a cyclist. Well, the uh, with spandex mo- motorcycles have to by 2023. All motorcycles have to go to uh, man operated. So they, they all uh, by I believe in California by the end of this year, every motorcycle has to become a bicycle. Yes, I it, think it has to be. It has to be self propelled. And if you're questioning my, you know, my facts, I live across from the government center, so I happen to know these things. You know this information, yeah, um, because you you can tap into the secret hotline. Yeah, well, you just kind of hear things as people are walking by, you know. Yeah, <laughs> the, the 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 walls have ears, you know. So, so all so just to recap, in California, by twenty, what year is it? Twenty twenty five or twenty thirty five? Is it all cars yeah, are going? All yeah. cars are going to become electric, but we're running out of electricity before then. So, yeah. So you hmm. might want to get that, that electric car ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're also telling us we're going to run out of electricity. So yeah, go hurry up and get an electric car so you can be stuck. Yeah, we want to. <laughs> you think gas is expensive? Wait till everybody has an electric car and they can charge whatever they want for electricity. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. wait. Uh, <laughs> and 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 there's already not enough places to charge. And it was funny because um, some some places of business don't even let you charge your car there anymore. You've got to go find places elsewhere to go do it. Yeah. Yeah, I know there was a guy that was trying to plug into an extension cord to charge his car at work, and we had to tell him he couldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, it's just not fair. The rest of us don't get those perks, you know. I mean, I'd like to charge my car in, like to my hotel room, <laughs> just run a big long extension yeah. cord. <laughs> I, you know what? That would be actually be something fun that we, we we could do is go out there and just buy like we could buy like two hundred footers of extension cord. And just have a regular gas type car. I mean, and just go around and act like we're plugging it in places. I, just to get the, just get people's expression, and just to, to go into places of business and say, "Hey, do you mind if I charge my car up here? I mean, uh, I've got my own cord and everything." <laughs> I think that would be fun if we go out and do that. You know, we do a couple of YouTube's on it. Maybe have some firecrackers ready to pop off the second yeah. that you plug them in. <laughs> and what would be neat is we we could make one of those phony um, uh, cords that actually light up when you plug it in. You know that it actually looks like it's charging. You know, and we could even do it where it would smoke. You know, we could make smoke coming out of it. Oh, I like that. Oh, oh, I think I knocked out your breaker, but that's okay. We'll see you later. <laughs> we have somebody sitting in the car, and we could turn them into Frankenstein after after they yeah, get electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah would it come in? Yeah. Oh, that would be even better. Yeah, that'd be the classic one. Is um, dress up like Frankensteins and go in there and plug it in, you know, I mean, they have the bolts in your neck, and the green paint and everything, you know. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, we need to charge your vehicle. Is that okay if we do? That is awesome. I say, I think it's a plan. <laughs> I think, I think we yeah. have a plan. I think that would be a good Halloween prank to go ahead and go out there and do that. Okay. I, I can see you just going into some place and the, the classic one would be going to some place that has something else plugged in and take that out of the wall first and then plug your stuff in, you know what I mean? <laughs> Without asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, like if they get their cash register plugged in, just go behind the counter and plug the cash register and... <laughs> unplug their security cameras. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and charge here. Is that okay? I mean I love that. That'll work for me, man. I like that. <laughs> and it would be so neat because you'd have to have cones and, and caution signs because you got that cord running out the door or whatever you're doing in the, where there's foot traffic. 
But it would be even fun just to go in and then tuck it underneath the carpet, you know, as you go in the door. As you walk in the door, tuck it under the carpet. <laughs> Love have it. it. Have it run a couple of legs of um, chairs or whatever, meandering its way through the, the whole place of business. <laughs> and then, then uh, can I speak with the manager? Is this going to be a problem? Are we going to have a problem here? <laughs> We're no longer going to be welcome in any small businesses in Ventura County. <laughs> and it would be so neat to have something that said that the state of California said that you have to provide businesses as of um, 2023 20, have to provide charging for cars. I mean, oh, yeah, that's funny. If, if you're, if you're um, below um, capacity or range, you have to, at any given time, the state says you have to provide. Oh, that'd be neat to have that. And Cars get that. the priority when it comes to electricity. Yeah. Cars over people. Yeah. Well, I, I always say the same thing is, I mean, when I got my ticket for no front license plate, I mean, I see so many of these Teslas driving around and they don't have the front license plates on them. And it's because I guess to put that plate on there, it's like a double back sticker or epoxy that you got to put it on. And nobody wants to jack the bumper up because if you yank it off, you mess up the paint or if it bumps something. Oh, so yeah. nobody wants Nobody wants to do that, so nobody's been putting them on. But like, I'm I'm looking around town. I'm like, how come these Tesla owners don't have to have a front license plate, but me because I drive an internal combustion truck from 2004, I gotta have it. You know, I mean. Yeah. Well, it seems like that's I, something say, that should have been. I, I say it's like an extreme prejudice against us fuel burning people. It's a pretty big oversight. I mean, if uh, if if the Musk and, and his gang didn't put a, a place for the license plates to go on the front, because I'm pretty sure front yeah. license plates are pretty much legal almost everywhere in, in America, right? Yeah, and the thing is, if you read about it online, it says they come in a kit with that adhesive and everything in the trunk to put the bracket on, oh. and then when you get your plate, you're supposed to, as the owner of the vehicle, is supposed to do it. But um, I, I think people just don't do it because of the fact that that adhesive that they're worried about isn't going to probably hold the plate, or um, they're afraid of someone yanking it off and damaging paint on the, those cars. Yeah. it's just a plastic bumper. Right. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. that I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> and then that's Elton Musk, or is it Leon Musk? Yeah, it's Leon. It's Leon Elton Musk. Leon Elton. Yeah, he, Buskin, Buskin. he's the one that wrote that that film, Benny and the Jets. Yeah, yeah. Benny and the Jets. Good film. <laughs> and 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 he had the follow up hit, "Hold Me Closer," Tony Danza. I think that's all. The... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's such a great one, Tony Danza. <laughs> <laughs> Once you hear it, you can't unhear Tony Danza yeah. in that song. It's like over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once you hear "Hold Me Closer," Tony Danza, it's over. It's over. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was another Elton John song um, that starts out. It's a little bit funny. This feeling inside. Yeah. And I used to teach the lyrics to, like, when I take a my bicycle seat off and go for a ride. I used to change that, you know what I mean? Because it, it blends in there, right? It's perfect, you know what I mean? That's great. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did you uh, pay, by any chance, and I hate to bring up uh, sore subjects, any chance that you paid attention to a football game last night? Oh, yeah. That was that was brutal. Boy, they, the Ram um, I, I'm actually thinking about becoming a, a closet um, Bills fan. You know, I mean, that was such a beatdown. 
Yeah, it's hard not to respect Josh Allen after that game. Man, he's a yeah. good quarterback. And and the thing, um, when I was watching the game, I kept thinking, um, I kept calling Stafford Goff because it kind of looked like Goff. You know, I mean, it was like Goff. It was like he was playing just for the Goff jersey. Yeah, one of the, <laughs> one of the reasons Stafford was celebrated last year so much was because that was really like the best he's played. Um, he's yeah. had a couple of seasons where he plays well at, at different times, but it's it's been my experience, at least when I'm paying attention, that he when it's when stuff's on the line is he makes a lot of mistakes. He's not, you know, I was, I was really surprised when he was able to win the Super Bowl and I said I was wrong about it, but this game one looked a little bit like the old Stafford that I remember, but also they're saying that he, he had like a procedure on his arm, blah, 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 blah. There's always that kind of stuff going around though. Yeah. He might be one of the just odd, even kind of guys at even number year. He does well. Odd years. Yeah. Doesn't do so well. It might be something like that. You never know, but they did do uh-huh. the ring ceremony beforehand, so everybody got their Super Bowl rings, and um, I believe that they raised the ban- the championship banner up for the Rams. A long time coming, and uh, and good for them. Yeah, and and then the the Rock came out there and did some shit talking before it. So oh, it did good. he? I didn't see that. Yeah, they had that little snippet of the Rock coming out, and doing his best to inspire us LA fans. Yeah, I didn't see that, but. Uh... I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I've seen it before, and it just doesn't. I don't. It doesn't resonate with me. I'm glad people love the guy, but when he does the rock thing, where he does the thing with his eye, and I just don't. It doesn't. For whatever uh-huh. reason, it doesn't land with me. It's a little too cheesy. It's on the cheesy uh-huh. side, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, it, it kind of can get that way. So tomorrow morning, my San Francisco 49ers take on the. Chicago Bears at Soldier Field in Chicago. 49ers are favored by like I think they're favored by like seven. And oh, uh, then we got we got to give a shout out to Ed who is um, over at Outback Steakhouse in Oxnard. He's the biggest Chicago Bears fan I think in Oxnard right now. All right. Well, yeah, and did you know what you you were the one who got him as a as a gift. You got him. The jersey for the refrigerator sign. Remember Perry? Oh, was it the fridge? Sign? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. The that fridge. was classic. I mean, yeah, because he, he, he's a, a big supporter of um, anything Giggles. They've always been good. They were. They used to do, uh, remember they would give us gift cards for a free steak, steak oh, yeah. dinner? That was great. That was yeah. a promo we have. You had the, the, the $20 steak dinner promo, which now you can't even get that because a $20 steak dinner probably gets you that in a salad, you know, I mean. Yeah, a side salad with some slices on it. You get a ramekin of sauce. Yeah, <laughs> you get your own bottle of A one for twenty bucks. When's the last time you've been over to the Outback? I, I was just over there um, last weekend, so I, oh. I know I'll probably be over there tomorrow. I'm, nice. I'm over there. I use it for a facility where um, I do some of my business transactions there. I'd love to get some steak. <laughs> not tomorrow i can't leave the house tomorrow uh-huh. but soon <laughs> i was like thinking man i haven't had a steak in a while yeah. that sounds good do you know what that is actually a really good place for a steak i mean i i still um that's my like main place to go to for that and they just have superior service the service over there and the drinks are good and everything i mean really good place yeah so shout out and, to um, Outback per- and and what's his name again? The Bears fan. Uh, okay, um, Ed, Ed is the Bears fan, and mm-hmm. then I think the proprietor over there is Cameron. Cameron's oh. the proprietor. 
right. So he's kind of the big boss over there, but he always is to take care of us over there. Well, we want to make sure we get over there, make sure we're supporting them. We just got to, you know, got to do what we can do, keep these people in business. And I think they bought a table for the show on the seven-year anniversary show. They bought a table for six, so that was kind of nice. Nice. Well, we need more of those to come in because we are, we've got the big anniversary show coming up. That is the 30th. Uh, that's going to be at 8 p.m., a killer lineup over at the Hangar Bar and Grill right there in beautiful Santa Paula. I know you're going to be there. We have a killer lineup. It's just going to be so much fun, so I'm glad they're going to make it. And I'm going to bring back um, prop comedy for just that one night because, I mean, everybody enjoyed it when I did prop comedy during COVID, so I was going to break out with the prop comedy case. And, well, um, makes, prop, makes, prop comedy is like knock-knock jokes. It makes a comeback every seven years. Yeah, it makes sense to have props <laughs> at a place with planes, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, prop comedy. <laughs> prop, there's an extreme renaissance in prop comedy right now. A lot of people going back to their roots. Yeah. I think Carrot, Carrot Top is back into prop comedy again. And, is he? Nice. Uh, my, 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 fa- my favorite Bruce Bomb. That's my favorite oh, prop comic. Yeah. He's, done, he's done, done several shows. I need to hook up with him and get some hot sauce from him. He makes the best hot sauce. Bruce is the best. I love Bruce Bomb. He's so wonderful. We're almost out of time here, so you got to start working your way down the side of the building here yeah. pretty soon, my friend. You're going to end up yeah, having some... Actually, you're going to hear I'm some elect- to, electric storm coming in. Can't have you getting hurt yeah. out there. I'm cranking up a couple of lightning rods just so we'll be safe. Sometimes I make my own lightning rods. I've used golf clubs, so that's why I'm hoping to get out to that Project Understanding um, golf tournament. Oh, yeah. If somebody leaves one behind, you just slip it in. Nobody notices. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice. I mean, sometimes people get upset. They, they bend them to extreme proportions, and I can use them to make... <laughs> <laughs> make ample um, amplified communication antennas first. <laughs> trying to imagine actually seeing that on a golf course. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw it on Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I I always wanted another one. I always wanted to do was have go out to a golf course and just have a bowling bag, you know, with like two bowling balls in it, and just walk the whole course like you're pulling that behind you and you're like oh i did it again i screwed up i brought the bowling shit not the golfing shit. <laughs> i brought the wrong stuff again oh my god i hate that when i do that i mean god this is so embarrassing you have to have a bowling shirt you gotta have your own bowling shoes too yeah. in order for <laughs> yeah. that to work yeah and can i make this work can we make this work <laughs> and then yell out yell out four and then do a, a throw a bowling ball you know four i love that Dude, I'm totally uh, in. So what yeah, else? Yeah, we gotta do the the electric car thing. That would be fun to do the electric plug and go thing at I th- businesses. I think we do. So what all do we need to cover? We have about five minutes before we can get out of here. Not before we oh, can, but before no. we gotta get out of here. Yeah, um, I, I think just let's plug away at that um, seven year anniversary show. And um, and if you want, um, you and Mark. With the walkout, I, like I said, that is a really nice podcast. Well, what, what's some of your favorite moments going back over the seven years? What's some of your favorite moments of Giggles Santa Paula? Okay, I think one of the ones I was thinking about last night that was cracking me up is: Do you remember when I took the blood pressure monitor cuff 
and I put it on my leg and it made it the ankle monitor oh, for yeah. house arrest. The yeah. house arrest monitor was one of my favorite. I that mean, was great. That we did. And, and, and everybody would look at it. They're like, really? Are you under house arrest? I go, yeah, it's house arrest monitor. I'm, yeah, everybody thought I'm that here. was real. That was so great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I'd have to tell them it's a blood pressure cuff. I'm just living on the ledge. <laughs> showing that I'm, I'm hardcore. <laughs> and then all of the props i loved all the props that we did when we um i mean anything from the high fiver to the back the f upper and anything that we brought out people love seeing those props yeah and even bernie sitting on the side watching everybody, everybody yeah, and, go and on bernie and bernie guy and then we had some of the best comics i mean some of the best comics there and the other one is um for our seventh anniversary uh, i'm I'm hoping Bobby Kahn flies in just for a sec. Oh, be, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? I wonder yeah, where he's I mean, at. He, he's like a Santa Paula favor. I mean, and he, he's done like two shows out there, and the people at Santa Paula just go nuts when he shows up. He flies in, and he just does a random 10-minute set and flies right back out, you know? Yeah, he does. Well, buddy, we're just about out of time here, so I'm okay. going to uh, thank you so much for doing another great show. Um, always fun sitting and talking to my brother DMV Mike on Living on the Ledge. Um, and again, like he said, we got that big show coming out on September 30th. And why don't you take us out, Mike? Okay, thank you. Oh, there's something in the air. It's raindrops, and they're falling on my head. No goats were harmed during this broadcast. Buy an electric vehicle for Jesus. Living on the ledge. Playing an eight-track of Sister Sledge. Please, brown paper bag. My lipid pledge. Catch us next week at five.